The sun is up. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the official podcast of the official newspaper of the Diocese of Syracuse, The Catholic Sun. I am Tom Kuski. I'm proud and pleased to be the editor. And it's November, and it seems like we have less sunshine every day these days, but that has nothing to do with our topic because we're spreading great news from the Office of Safe Environment as well as the Office of Victim Assistance. Our guests today are the director of both of those offices, Jacqueline Brissett, and the program coordinator, Julie Moss. Welcome to you both. Thank you for having us. Oh, it's indeed a pleasure. And of course, there's a special event in November, and that's really why you're here, is we are in Safe Environment Week. Yes, we are. We will start on Monday. We'll start on Monday. Well, by the time people hear this, it will be Monday. So So we're there. That's okay. How did this happen? Where does where does Safe Environment Week? This is the eighth, I understand, yes. annual Safe Environment Week. Yes. Tell us a little bit about the background of that, Jacqueline. So, actually, I discovered it from another diocese. They were doing a Safe Environment Week, ah. celebrating um, what they did, and so we adapted that in 2016. And uh, so, it's really time to give a shout out to all the people across the diocese who are committed in protecting our children, young people, and vulnerable adults. We have a lot to be proud of in this diocese, what we do to um, protect our most vulnerable. And uh, it's a special time to also recognize our Safe Environment Site Coordinators. So every site across the diocese, we have 183, must have a Site Coordinator, which is an extension of the Office of Safe Environment. That individual um, helps track uh, training requirements, contacts us with any issues, and is really an extension of the program. So we're very, very grateful to all those people for all what they do for us. And so, and it's just a nice time to recognize what mm-hmm. we do. If we're given a shout out, how loud do we need to shout? How many people do you, do you figure are out there that are part of this effort that uh, work with your office? So we're going to be sending out a hundred and close to 150, 50 thank, thank you yous. notes today. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of thank yous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I was one of the first. Uh, member of the first group of facilitators. Way back when I had gone through formation for ministry, our pastor at the time, Father John Werner, said, you need a project now. Here's what I'd like you to do. They were forming this group. I came down, I interviewed, and I was part of that. And that had to be 15 years ago or more. Mm -hmm. And that is my view of the inception of the program. Give me your version of that. How many years has it officially been? It has officially been 20 years. Wow. 20 years that the diocese um, as the diocese started its program, yes. It didn't seem that long ago. But I know that whenever I hear you speak, you talk about the charter. Yes. Now, is that the charter was in place or put in place 20 years ago? What exactly is the charter? The Charter for the Protection of Children and Young People is a document that the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops um, created to prevent um, clergy sexual cover-up again. Mm-hmm. And so um, from there, every diocese must have certain elements that is dictated by the charter, such as a safe environment program, victim assistance coordinator. We must provide criminal background checks. We must have um, safe environment training. And we must provide, and rightfully so, reconciliation and healing for all the courageous victims who come forward to report any sort of abuse. And over the course of 20 years, how many years have you been involved in the office? Eleven and a half. More than fifty percent, I'd say. That's <laughs> <laughs> that'll get you elected in some counties today. 
Julie is program coordinator. Now, are you affiliated with both offices? Because I know Jacqueline is the Office of Victim Assistance as well as Safe Environment Office. And they're not exactly the same. There are some differences there. We're going to come back to that. Do you also work in both? No. So I'm just strictly with the Office of Safe Environment. And as a program coordinator, what are some of the things that you do? Um, A lot of it is working with our parishes, our schools, our agencies, working with our site coordinators um, to make sure everybody's trained, uh, their employees and volunteers, working with those people and their um, registering for their trainings. Um, We work with our facilitators and getting our training scheduled. Uh, This fall, we actually had over 2,000 people that needed to recertify by the end of the year. So, um, yeah, we were working through a lot of that as well. So, so recertification of, happens every five years. Every five years, yep, <laughs> with the training and a new background check. So with 2,000 people this year, on just, their, this fall. Their, on just this fall, on their fifth year, <laughs> how many people out there, when you, when you really look at the scope of this between clergy and volunteers sure. and the parishes, how many people do we have involved that have been uh, gone through the training? Um, since its inception, over 47,000 people have taken the initial training. That's that incredible. doesn't include the yeah. every five years and recertification. But right now we actively follow about 11,000 people within our diocese. I think that's a number that will startle many people, uh, yeah. many people in the pews. Um, when they think about yeah. you know this effort, focuses on the office or may focus on, on what they look at as the parish. But right. the scope of this is so much and wider. more people are coming back now, too, since things have opened back up. Yep. They want to volunteer more. So we've seen a lot of volunteers coming back and training. Um, and it's great, too. Our kids actually receive their own version of the training in both our parishes and schools. That's age appropriate. Um, helps them learn about healthy relationships, who their trusted adults are, um, things that they're going to encounter in their own lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but a way to advocate for themselves Um and help them understand boundaries and make reports if needed as well. Sure. I think most, hope most people, honestly, out there are very familiar at the parish level with what goes on. The schools, not every parish has a school. You may not have a child in school. How uh, do the schools play into this? And what are some of the programs that might be more specific to to them? Sure. So our schools, the um, students there receive their own training every year. Um, Our elementary schools use a program called Child Lures. Um, it's about six, four to six lessons that the teachers do with them. Um, our high schools receive um, two different types of lessons throughout the year, um, a lot of assemblies at age appropriate. Um, they might have some of their child advocacy center representatives come in. Um, I know locally our district attorney's office has a program and they'll mm-hmm. go and work with the schools as well. Um, but a lot of um, we're with the schools quite a bit too, working with the kids and Um, they know that we're responding. So they know that they can trust in us and that something happens and gets done and that they're protected. And each school has a coordinator, right? A site coordinator, as does every parish, correct? Yes. And our agencies too. And agencies as well. And so the responsibility of a coordinator would be to... Um, So every five to six months, they receive a site report from me with all of their employees and volunteers. Okay. Um, it tells them when they're coming up due for recertification, if they have new employees, if those new employees need to go through training as well. Um, and from there, um, it just helps us find out if people are still in their building. So maybe in a school, um, the child graduated, so the parents are sure. no longer there. Um, it helps us track that as well. And um, our schools are pretty awesome in making sure that their people are trained and um, 
you know, everybody's protected. Yeah, maybe you mentioned this earlier and I missed it. How many active facil- facilitators that are doing the training do you have um, engaged right now? We had 45 and we just trained three new ones. So we're oh, up to okay. 48. Good. So it's an ongoing effort. Yes. Absolutely. What's changed? You know, I think back to the beginning and at that point there was no recertification. Everybody had to be certified. There was <laughs> a, a major push. When I was a facilitator, I was one of 80 across the diocese, I believe, in those uh, that first year. And clergy, volunteers, mm-hmm. um, all had to be uh, staff, all had to, uh, to undergo training. And it was a new experience for everyone. Somebody that walks in and does an initial training today, how does it look? How does it compare to what we've had in the past? How's the program evolved? So the first thing is that it's now, instead of being three hours, it's now only two. Um, and our biggest focus is our diocesan code of conduct that mm-hmm. has really become the, the focal point of our training um, to uh, share with people the expected behaviors that they must exhibit while while they're um, you know ministering or working for the diocese. Mm-hmm. And the goal there was to, when we developed the code, revised it back in 2018, was for people to learn how to protect themselves. Because, you know, oftentimes we might do something and not realize that we're doing something that we shouldn't be doing. And so we really put the focus on people and said, okay, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, then the kids are going to be safe. If you see somebody not doing what they're supposed to be doing, then that needs to be reported. So we really made it, our code of conduct is actually three pages long. And it's really went beyond, like, I will not use physical force against a child. Well, what does that mean? I will not strike. I will not, you know, you know, it just really dives into more and more Mm -hmm. um, detail. And the purpose of that is so kids can really, you know, they know what is going on. And when people report it, then we can deal with it. But what does physical force mean nowadays, right? So we really tried to define all these different things for people. And from the the parental view, like say (laughs) in the schools and Mm -hmm. things like that, um, are they as are parents as engaged in the information process? I assume they are, and uh, you know all these questions that you've just raised. They know the answers, I hope. Or and, and is it very uniform across the the whole district platform? So actually, we still have a lot of work to do with parents. Okay. really knowing what safe environment is. Um, of course, our principals are encouraging all of our parents to participate in safe environment, just to have that knowledge, especially of. What is expected of the people who are in charge of their children? I think that's a great thing to know, mm-hmm. right? And if a child comes home and reports something and then the parent can go, wait a second, I don't think that's appropriate. I think that's a violation of the code. Then they can, you know, contact the school. And um, so, but recently we just revised our safe environment uh, brochure, training brochure, and a lot of schools are passing that out to all the parents just for informational purposes. So we're definitely um, on the... Uh, you know, we're working better in getting that information out to them. Mm-hmm. So, believe it or not, safe environment is still a very hidden subject around here. Like a lot of people still don't know that we exist. In spite of those numbers yes. mm-hmm. of trainings, in mm-hmm. spite of the numbers of facilitators mm-hmm. and effort mm-hmm. that is out there, yes. what do you attribute that to? Do people have their heads in the sand? I mean, is it something that we avoid, do you think? I think there's just so many wonderful things that diocese offers. And I just okay. think it's, you know, unless you're involved, it's not important you know it's not in the forefront if i you know what i mean so sure. it's just and then once they do the safe environment we have so many people say oh my gosh 
everybody should do this, parents should do this, and they're, you know, they're appreciative of what they've learned. Sure. And something like Safe Environment Week is obviously the greatest opportunity, I would think, to make more people aware. Mm-hmm. Are you doing anything special this week uh, to, to celebrate and to get people engaged? We have one of our favorite events of the year. We have our um, annual coloring contest. And when we get together as a Safe Environment Committee, it's the best because we get to see all of the kids' artwork <laughs> um, from preschool to 12th grade. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to start advertising that. Um, Jesus Loves Me is our theme this year. Um, we have four different options for them to choose and pick and choose. And then the winners at each grade level, so mm-hmm. there's not just one winner overall, but each grade level will receive a $50 Amazon gift card. And you have to be a kid. You have to be a kid. I, okay, yes, you have to be a, sorry, or a young adult. You have to be a, in, engaged in one of the schools. Yes. Is this just diocesan just schools? schools? Nope. And the parishes? And every parish. Yep. Every, every, every child. Home school. Any yep. child. Any child in our diocese is more than welcome to participate. So. Is that the most fun thing you do all year? Be honest with me. Yeah, I, think so. Judging. I think so. <laughs> I would think, think so. so. <laughs> Judging a coloring contest has got to be right up there. Anything, I know that, you know, there's obviously a, a campaign always, I think, to raise mm-hmm. awareness. Mm-hmm. And it's just really focused this week. What do you think works the best? What, uh, I mean, is it the training? I'm, I'm interested in, like, comments that people might make to you as they walk out of the recertification or, or certification process. What uh, what kind of feedback do you get from the community as to how this is accepted and how it's working? Well, it's funny. We talk about this as we both facilitate as well. People coming into the initial one mm-hmm. sometimes begrudgingly because mm-hmm. it's the first one. Um, but again, their eyes are opened and they start thinking about things in different ways. Um, I know even having been in the diocese and taught for 15 years before taking this position, once I was actually in this position, um, my eyes started seeing things differently as well. Um, so conversations are a little different at the recertification. And I think it's just, it's a big eye opener. Um, and people are a little more excited. I don't know if that's the right word, but to come back to the recertification sure. and, um, yeah. And the recertification that I know you mentioned the other one has gone, you know, from evolved from a three hour program to a two hour, obviously some changes there. Does the recertification training change? So every five years when you come back, new ideas, new elements, new information's available. Mm-hmm. Right. So the code of conduct this year for the people coming through this past five okay. years is going to be different than what we had five years previous to that. The thing that I'm very proud of here in the diocese is that we continue to learn and we continue to improve and we have to, right? We've learned things the first year after the new code was written, mm-hmm. revised code. And so we've learned a lot in the last five years. Our policy needs to be updated, our code, and then we're just going to continue to share that wisdom that we've gained with everyone in the diocese. So again, the the net around our kids, our vulnerable adults, is made stronger. You know, we always have to stay a step ahead of people who are, you know, violating the code, sure. who are attempting to get to our kids, and uh, that's really what it's about. So very proud of what we we're trying to do here. You know, and and what we say to people, safe environment will never be done. We will never, never be done with learning and growing and making the program better. And I know I think in my questioning, I've focused on the kids. It's also vulnerable people, vulnerable adults, Mm -hmm. Um, anyone that that needs an advocate. um, Really, the the training is is designed to protect them and to, to aid them as well. What, as you look back over your 11 and a half years, you know, mm-hmm. and being aware of the history before that, um, 
what brings you joy is in this work. I mean, this is sometimes very difficult work to do. Um, and there's, there's got to be some, obviously this is a week to celebrate. What are the sorts of things that you look at and you think, yep, this is worth my time? Um, believe it or not, when people report. Mm -hmm. Because then the process is working. The code is working. The training's working. And um, when we can help kids, you know, kids who are in trouble, you know, um, oftentimes when a ch kid reports, it's a boundary issue and, um, you know, something's going on. And it's interesting, when a child reports, it's not to get the adult in trouble. They just want the behavior to stop. They usually care very much for that adult. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I'm very proud of the kids that come forward because it takes a lot of courage to do so. And um, as Julie mentioned earlier, then they see that we we responded, we believed them, and we took action. And that just reinforces for the kids that, hey, safe environment does work. And then that spreads throughout their parishes or schools. And um, but I work with, I've had a fabulous team for the last 11 years. I work with such supportive colleagues, and our facilitators have just been unbelievable, our site coordinators. And so there's a lot of... Um, positive things with safe environment and victim assistance. Mm -hmm. And of course, I've had the pleasure of journeying with some victims, um, many victims along the way. And um, I'm just in awe of their courageousness um, coming forward and, um, you know, just want to be there for them and, and help them find some healing if possible. That's the quiet part, isn't it? That's the, the part that people don't see and... It's really, I would think, where the real bulk of your, your heartfelt work is focused the most. All I know is the Diocese of Syracuse is very lucky to have both of you, to have all of these facilitators, to have all of the, the folks you know in the schools and in the parishes uh, who watch out over all of those who, who need protection. Anything special you're looking forward to in the next year when we, we come back and celebrate Safe Environment Awareness Week next November? So lots of... Lots of stuff on our agenda. Lots of projects. Um, the, <laughs> the biggest thing is we're looking to uh, have a new recertification video. As Julie mentioned, the policy will be updated, the code of conduct. And um, and if I may just mention about Safe Environment Week. So sure. the poster winners, what we do is we highlight their um, the winners during Child Abuse Prevention Month, which is in April. Oh, okay. So So all the winners are highlighted during that month. I think you yes. highlight them in the Catholic Sun, don't you? Yes, we yes, do. We do. Yes, I thought so. We do. Yes, a we shameless do. plug. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so that that way, you know, because it's really about the kids, right? Yes, it is. And so that's why we're celebrating our kids and, you know, having people realize, okay, so it's not just about checking a box when I go to a training. It's about the kids. It's about our young adults. It's about our vulnerable adults. So, you know, so we just want to keep that in the forefront. Excellent. Thank you both so much thank for you. your time today, and thank you for all the great work that you do. And just remember, everyone you see, let them know that the sun comes up every day. Thank you very much, Steve.